This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. into the weekend we're back with you it's mike north it's carmen defalco we are the odds couple presented as always by prop swap we do it each and every friday night seven to eight here on espn 1000 when we're all done you can get the podcast if you missed anything on the great espn chicago app make sure you download that we'll have the encore replay tomorrow morning at eight before the hockey show and mikey we're off and running and what cub Sox getting underway on the north side it was supposed to be 7 15 but now they moved it up for national tv because yankees and mets had to be postponed for the weekend okay so we better put something in here i mean you know just to be honest i mean i didn't know that we'd have to pick right away it doesn't matter to me i think the uh cubs are going to uh win the ball game i believe they were plus 10 yep uh plus 110 and i like the over nine and a half i unless it's gone down uh which i think that uh it might considering you know they're not going to always hit i'd like the over and of uh, the Cubs. Is that what you had, or did you have White Sox? The way the White Sox are hitting and scoring runs right now, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, you've got two crafty lefties on the mound, and you got Dallas Keuchel, who's done a very good job this year of keeping the ball down Ooh. like he always has. And sometimes that might be counterintuitive to a night when you're going to pick uh, pick the over. But no, I think runs. I think runs will be scored. I think both teams are really amped up for this one for the first time, maybe in quite some time, because it's been forever, Mike, since both teams were good. It's when I got in the fight with Ozzy. Right, yeah. 1999, Caruso hits the ball in the basket. I, I, was, I was flying somewhere with my wife. I've done that many times, but that's beside the point. I was flying. I'm, I, I couldn't even get the score. It's how huge that was. I remember Toby Hall yeah. started for A.J. Pruszynski. Ozzy calls up, boom, back. We're going back and forth. And it was huge back then, and I got that same feeling for this. I like the Cubs in this game. They're both good ball clubs. Can you imagine that right now, folks? They're both, uh, uh, and especially, I'm not taking anything away from the White Sox. But are we? I hope we're playing Detroit like 15 more times. No, no kidding. I think they're you running know? their course on Detroit. That's it. <laughs> yeah, because now we're going to get some, what, Minnesota? We're going to get some Cubs. We're going to get some Cleveland. We're going to get some other things, but... We were very fortunate, but if we had lost those games, we'd be burying them. And Hawk Harrelson told told me, he was on my Bears Barroom podcast, he said, Mikey, let me tell you something. You just beat everybody that's on the schedule. We don't make the schedule. Because I asked him, no Yankees? Well, now we want the Yankees. Because, I mean, I think they're thinking, basically, of asking some of the old 27 Yankees to make a comeback because of all the injuries. But... Uh, they're not playing a lot of good ball clubs they're not. because of the Central Division stuff. You're right, Mike. And they, listen, the schedule for the White Sox will be its toughest down the stretch. Now, that could be real interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, the season ends already September 27th. That's how quick this is going to go. They do have, I think, three more with Detroit, so that's good. They, the White Sox have the good fortune of playing four against Pittsburgh still, and Pittsburgh's probably the worst team in the league. But the finish is going to be tough because starting on Monday, September 14th, They'll play four against Minnesota. They'll play three against 
the Reds on the road. Now, the Reds have maybe underachieved, but their starting pitching is dynamite. But how Trevor. predictable was the Reds? Yeah, I you mean, might really... be right. You you might be right about that. You know that. what's funny about the Reds underachieving? When did they ever overachieve? True. It's been In a the while. the 70s? Yeah, the big red machine. Right. But but their pitching is good. So I will yes. say, like even though they've underachieved, they've got sure. some of the best starting pitching in the league. Then they play four at Cleveland, and then they wrap it with three games at home against the Cubs. So when you look at that stretch at the end, uh, the, the that's it. That's going to be a difficult piece to navigate. Obviously, that's why you want to continue to just beat who is ever on your schedule, even if it's some softer teams. Go ahead and do it. They that's obviously right. go up a step in class against the Cubs this weekend, but. Uh, Chuck Arfine dropped a little nugget with Yerk and me earlier today. When doesn't he? He always does, I know. That's right. This is the first time since 2008 that they're meeting Mike, and they both have winning records since 2008. So while the Cubs were going is to the Is that playoffs, really a nugget? I mean, seriously, since down, I've been building a flamethrower over the past decade, you know, to burn. They, I mean, seriously. While the is Cubs really were, a nugget? While the Cubs were going to the playoffs four straight years and winning a World Series, the White right. Sox were busy winning, you know, an average of seventy-one wins, uh, seventy-one games a season. So that's why it does feel like it's got a little extra punch this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yep. the baseball is good. But who are you uh, taking now? You got the White Sox. I got the, over. You know, I got to go with my White Sox. Yeah, even though I was a little bit surprised, maybe to see Keuchel as the small favorite against Lester. But yeah, I'm, I, I like the White Sox in the over. And uh, for the series, and price, I got you know, the Cubs in the over. The odds couple never fails. You we'll never give fails. You both, we'll give you winner one way or the other. Let's just hope the under doesn't hit. Oh my God! But you know what? I'll tell you the type of week I had. This is the type of week I had. First of all, the St. Louis Blues. I almost sent somebody to the airport until I found out they don't fly anywhere. Okay, there's exactly. they're basically stuck in that bubble right now. I mean, I, I had the under in that game five and a half. Oh. First, apologies to everybody who said I had such a solid pick. Uh, I went against Houston. Yeah. I think I started their uh, their winning streak, which has been like eight games. They've been unconscious, which makes me ill to begin with. But, eight in a row. You're right. Oh, eight in a row. And 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 then, and then you know, so then St. Louis scores. I told it on uh, uh, Carmen and Yurko this, uh, this morning, the best. She's one of the great, great shows in all of uh, uh, radio, including Radio Free Europe. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you something. Uh, the bottom line is this, that St. Louis was losing three to two. I had the under five and a half and they scored a goal with four seconds left to go into overtime. And I had St. Louis minus the 140. And they end up losing the game. So I lose the uh, under and I lose the game. It was a bad beat. That's fine. But then my dog has a seizure. Lucky. Oh, no. Yeah, lucky. I He's in the hospital. He just got out of the hospital today, so he's he's upstairs. Was a big fan of yours. Has your eight by ten in his uh, in, on his uh, next to his pillow. Is he doing uh, all right? Yeah, he's doing okay. But man, he had a couple seizures, and it's the scariest thing for people that have dogs. Then my mother had to go to the emergency room. She had some stomach issues. Oh she's ninety. God. The last time she was at the hospital, Davy Crockett asked her to the prom. You know what I mean? He said, I'll come by and pick you up in a wagon. She's okay now. I mean, so it was a crazy cra- – and then a good friend of mine, and I, I just want to say this was a policeman uh, in the 17th District with Bob Papik, uh, 
they came in my hot dog stand every day. The cops loved our hot dog stand, and it kept the bad riffraff away. And they always were there for us. He died. He was one of the last paddy wagon police officers. Oh, wow. yeah, if you kids don't remember the paddy wagon uh, from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, they're gone now for the most part. Uh, but but I just want to say all that. So now that I've taken the show, and I'm, oh. in, but I had to get all that out. We needed the shout outs, absolutely. Yeah, we need it. So well, now, you did have a bad beat with that Blues game last week. Oh, though. I was I watching want, that I'm, too. I mean, it was like with the, th- the five goals, you had the under five and a half. It's like, oh my! And then you know, you get to playoff hockey. That's it. You're toast. It was like, are you kidding it's me? Crazy. Unbelievable. Because five and a half, four seconds left. It goes it, but that's that's better's luck. I mean, I've won games like this. I know that uh, you carried the mantle last week. You went two and zero. This is not the way. This is how this works, folks. Carmen picked a winner, and then he picked the lean. If the lean wins, it's a win. If the lean sure. loses, we never bring it up. That's right. <laughs> If you, if I deal with I it, everybody. That That's it. Deal with it. Yeah. Well, you know. no, because people are going to take our recommendations. I had sure. a great week the week before. Carmen has a great week last week. Period. Yeah, there you go. Hey, speaking of the Blues, I mean, they're on the brink tonight. That's the the, the, the last game of the night. Uh, I think that's an 845 local yeah. time start here. Game six in Edmonton. Canucks are going to try to knock out the defending champs. Vancouver's up 3-2 after an incredible rally from a two-goal deficit to win game five. After getting unbelievable goaltending all the way to a championship last year, Jordan Bennington, who was phenomenal as a rookie, has been anything Dude. but. I mean, uh, they've got Jake Allen. They've got Bennington. What How are they going to do? How good is a guy named Jordan Bennington going to be over the span of time? I he don't know. He may have a good year or two but, or right. three. But Jordan Bennington, mm, this is I bet he reads an ascot. At, he wears an ascot at dinner, my It friend. does sound like someone who might wear an ascot. Oh, are you kidding? Trading places. That's right. Dan this, is why ho- this is why hockey could be so crazy, because he has an unbelievable playoff run last year, an unbelievable right. few months, and then, right. you know, he's not the same goalie. I think his save percentage in the bubble is like 860 or something like that. It's not good at all. So the, the Blues could get eliminated tonight, but they are the favorite on the money line. You got a total of five, and the Blues are a minus 135 favorite, but, man, Vancouver is young and hungry, and the Canucks have looked, have looked good, and I think riding a wave of momentum after that rally the other night, Mike. I, I had no read on that game. I looked at it today. I, I went over it, you know, because, you know, you got to find it. If it's a winner, you yeah. got to give it out. And I just, it's like split down the middle for some reason. In fact, um, St. Louis is minus 135 yep. going in. So, the early, if I had to lean, just according to the system, which has been very, very good to me, folks, we're not here by accident, Carmen, and I, right. St. Louis is your winner, leaning, if you oh, have to do it. Going to a game seven, then. That'll be yeah. good. I'll yeah. take a game I mean, seven. And I got it at minus 135. The over-under, um, I'm going to tell you something right now. I would probably lean over, but, you know, it, it's so unpredictable, just like the NBA. I took under uh, Utah today. So, mm-hmm. you know, you take that. You get, sometimes you do good. Sometimes you don't do good. You're just taking a chance because with the three-point shot now, the over and unders have oh. changed dramatically. And with bigger goalie pads, you're seeing and a lack of home crowds. I think the NHL lack of fans has hurt, has hurt hockey players' momentum. I think hockey... If you get a, a, a home crowd behind you, uh, I think it's all good. Otherwise, what did I say, folks? Most of the favorites in the NBA were going to win so far. Ten and so six good. going into the day. Yep. Yeah, the I mean, the come on. Yeah, and it started out really, really hot. So yep. I just think that uh, certain goalies, certain teams feed off the uh, crowds in the NHL more than the other sports. I mean, basketball 
and golfers. I mean, these kids grow up playing on the playground or the golf course. Well, one half of the Western Conference Finals in the NHL is set, and it's going to be a doozy. It'll be the Avs, who have maybe been the best team uh, in either bubble since the return against my stars. That's right. They're my Dallas Stars because I have a 12-1 yep. uh, ticket to win the Stanley Ooh. Cup on Dallas. And they rallied from 3 nothing down to score seven unanswered goals and stun the Flames yesterday. So, and we'll yourself. Con- a, How about, a rare oh my come God. from behind victory How and a happy it? man, right? You better believe it. Did, we'll you, just, op- uh, did you open up the Booker's Mark or is it not, the Booker's not The Maker? Booker's, no, it? not yet. I'll save it for uh, like the real special stuff if okay. they actually win the cup. We'll see. Well, by We're God, gonna... that's a pretty big win for you. Oh, my God. So they're still alive. <laughs> we'll talk about futures tickets. We'll talk about the golf weekend and all the fun stuff like we normally do with our guy Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap. He's going to join us coming up next. Mike and I have best plays a little bit later on. We have a ton to get to the NBA playoffs more baseball don't go anywhere we're rolling along on the odds couple this is the odds couple with mike north and carmen defalco on espn 1000 or stream it on the all-new espn chicago app welcome back inside the odds couple presented by pop swap on this friday night and every friday night from seven to eight mike north carmen defalco Mike's on Twitter, at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Very simple. Hit us up there. And at that time, we say hello to our buddy Luke Pergandy. He is one of the founding members of Prop Swap. Lots of action. The playoffs are in full swing in both the NHL and in the NBA. And Prop Swap was made for this kind of stuff. I am sitting on my Dallas Stars to win ticket at 12-1. to And I told Yurko, I think it was earlier this week, Mm -hmm. um, Luke, that if uh, I had made that wager in Las Vegas and I held the actual ticket in my hand, it would be posted on PropSwap right now. (laughs) Seven goals in a row last night. Unbelievable. What a blowout. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. But, this, it. but it really is the good. it is the exact reason why PropSwap is so good, because if I want to hedge right now, and it might be there to me, they might run into a buzzsaw in the abs. I, I think Colo- Colorado, yeah. to me, has looked like the best team in either bubble. I think a lot of the statistics, both old school and new metrics, really support that. They can roll two lines with anybody, and that might, if it ultimately is the abs in Vegas, how great is that going to be in the West? Because they're, I, I think they're the two deepest teams. I mean, but I think Dallas is kind of running into a buzzsaw here right now. That's why I would be posting that ticket. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Um, just the offensive explosion that the Avalanche have is just nuts. And to your point, if Vegas meets Colorado at the oh. Western Conference mm. Championship, I mean, what do you set the over-under at, 11? I, I mean, it's, it's good. the goals will just be off the charts. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm so happy I don't have to hear about the Blackhawks anymore. <laughs> we're done. I, I, I am so happy we're done that they were going to win the Stanley Cup and they were going to get the go down. Well, they weren't going to go down any street. They'll probably have to celebrate indoors. But that's beside the point. The golf thing, again, I had Billy Horschel. I know that people in, in a game that's coming down the stretch, I had Billy Horschel, and I learned something. Unless you're a country western singer, Okay, or an SEC running back. I don't know if Billy Horschel is a good name for a golfer because he just <laughs> collapsed. And that's where you make the money. is, And that's where people got to make that tough decision. Because once again, the PGA, it was running down to the wire again, you know, and changing leads, right, uh, Luke? And ch- leagues? Leagues. Oh, leagues. Yeah, leads totally. My gosh, the PGA Championship. There was, there was eight guys within one stroke on Sunday at the PGA Championship. I mean – 
that means that means the proper decision was to sell seven of those golfers. That's right. right. And you could have sold it for a huge profit when they're when they're one off. Um, so yeah, sorry sorry about your horseshoe ticket. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all right. I won with Morikawa uh, the one week, but you know last week Horschel just collapsed because he was winning. And you know what? You see the odds start to roll. You know, and then all of a sudden you saw the 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 kid come from behind, and and then it, it was too late. And you figure, you know, those tickets. I mean, people hold on to them still. Do they hold on to those tickets more out of habit now? Even though prop swap is the way to go. So golf has been the most velocity, meaning like how many tickets are bought and sold. Golf mm-hmm. is our strongest sport. Um, because like if you have a, a Philadelphia Flyers ticket, you purchased it in October, and now I'm telling you in you know August, almost a year later, hey, you should sell that ticket for a 4 or 5x profit. Like you're married to it already. It's been sitting in your wallet or your you know countertop for so long. You're kind of married to it, but like golf, People are just buying and selling out of positions all day long. Yeah. Um, and certainly with uh, the basketball and uh, hockey championship, like we've been seeing a ton of velocity because these people bought these tickets on PropSwap in the last 30 days. So if you bought a Flyers ticket or a Dallas Stars ticket, you know, two weeks ago, great. Let me get out of it, take some profit, move on to the next team. Um, but to your point, yeah, golf is still our strongest velocity and we'll – will continue to be really strong for golf. It's like day trading, golf uh, at PropSwap. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the yeah. public public you know normally overreacts, Luke, in the stock market, and it normally overreacts in the betting market. Portland's, right. uh, you know, Portland's made some noise. Now, they got drilled last night, and, and I don't think they're going to be long for these playoffs, even though it would be a good story, and I love Dame Lillard. Now he's hurt on top of it. He says he's going to play, but he's got a busted finger. Um, but, like, has the public reacted to, you know, Portland stunning the Lakers in game one? Yep. Totally. We had we had a bunch of Trailblazers tickets up for sale during Game One. Every single one of those got picked off um, once they won that. But like it's one wow. game, you know that doesn't doesn't mean you're going to Anthony Davis. I mean, what do you do with that guy? He's just unstoppable. If he's making jump shots, it's just impossible to guard. Um, so yes, once once they won Game One, we got cleared out of Blazers tickets. Even the Magic. Once the Magic won Game One against Milwaukee. We had a guy. We had two different guys bet on the Magic at five hundred to one. Wow. They bet ten bucks, and they sold them for forty bucks. You know, right after they won Game One. Like, you know, that's not going to make you a millionaire, but you know, you get yeah. a free free dinner out of it. Smart. And, yeah. uh, I, I see not a chance in hell that they beat Milwaukee. No, that's smart. Do you ever see a situation where, you know, guys might be looking to unload and they just can't? Like, I look at the Sixers. I mean. The, the display they put on in game two was kind of embarrassing. I mean, and, and beat as gifted as the uh, terrible. I mean, he just, you can terrible. tell they're disinterested. They're undisciplined. I know they're shorthanded without Simmons, but it's a terrible look. If you ask me, like if people are trying to sell those, do they just kind of sit there? Because that's one thing that the public does see. And they say, man, I want no part of the Sixers right now. Yeah. Yeah. So if they post them at market value, I would say they'll sit there, but like we, we, we had a guy sell a Sixers ticket at a hundred to one odds. Okay. You know, he, he bet fifty bucks and he sold it for ten for ten bucks. And again, like you're not going to get a millionaire doing become a millionaire doing that. But you know, that's that's lunch. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's on a ticket like that team's toast. That yeah, the they're, they're going to be some. I, Elton Brand might lose his job. I hope Brett Brown is gone. 
Um, I don't know if you keep Joe and Simmons together. I think I still think Joel Embiid could be one of the best players in the league, and he is when he's healthy. Yeah. He's so talented. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have some shakeups in Philadelphia. Luke, as always, have a great weekend. We Take appreciate care, it. We encourage everybody to check out PropSwap.com. See you, buddy. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Carmen. All right, pal. There he is, Luke Pergandy. Yeah, at Luke Pergandy on Twitter, yeah, Boy, I mean, lazy sometimes. I'm sorry. Oh, there's no Mike. There's no question. I don't want to hear about this. He's out of shape and all this nonsense. I watch him. He's disinterested sometimes. Th- that's like the, the best word for it. Him. That's the best word for him, Mike. I, I don't know about lazy, but disinterested. That's the best word. And that when you're as good when as you he don't is, run back, you're lazy. That can't happen. When you're as good as he is, that shouldn't happen. That's you're absolutely lazy. Right. I coached for six years. You don't run back. You have no heart, man. It's One cra- back. It's like it's crazy. I mean, he's so talented, but they just look like the wind. When the wind starts to come out of the sails, like he doesn't seem to be able to dig down deep and say, "Okay, I'm going to pull us out of this." Uh, and if he does, he does it for like a game or two, and then he reverts back to, I, eh, "Oh well, you know, I'll go cash my Hulu check." Like it's 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 disappointing because he's so good when he wants to be. Realized talent, okay, like him. Uh, is one of these deals where it's supposed to come from hard work, like Jordan and everybody else that's been great. Magic, Bird, Bill Russell, okay? Unrealized talent is a guy like Donovan Mitchell, okay, (laughs) who was not heralded, who works his butt off, and has become a major star because he's got heart. And you know what? Whether Whether he's playing with a great hand or not, with Utah, he's trying to win, and he's being a leader. I don't see that in, in, in Embiid. I don't see him ever winning uh, a championship. I don't. I don't see Philadelphia. I think the process is a bunch of crap. Yeah. Sure, they're going to win their games, but that process, like rebuilds and everything else to me, is a joke. I think that process is falling apart. I think you're yes. right about that. Uh, they, they've got some tough choices to make. I mean, I would assume Brown's going to be out at the end of all this, and I, I don't know if they even have the right mix of players anymore that they're or or, the, or you know what they thought they ben had. Ben Simmons they is talented. I'm sorry, is, you know, he is. Yeah. And I'm sorry if he could get to the hoop and he's 55. percent I'm sorry he doesn't shoot threes like everybody else. No, what's wrong with that? I'd love a guy like him on the team. I don't think he's the problem. I think if you get another big man, look, if you put Ben Simmons with Giannis, maybe. Oh okay? well, yeah. Well, then Embiid is supposed to be all that, too. And you know what? I've never been a fan. Never. He's not not Giannis. That's for damn sure. No. And they're they're like, they're, you know, Milwaukee's like a 12 point favorite again tomorrow, I think. You know, I mean, that's that line's been that way. They got stunned in game one. I had Orlando. Oh, my gosh. Nice play. By the way, folks, go to North to North because Carmen, he looks at it. I know he tries to pretend I'm not around when he's on a roll. Not true. I'm in the way and, you know, the deal. No, I'm just kidding. Bottom line is I come out. I I had Minnesota yesterday, and I'll make a couple picks on Twitter uh, because I really enjoy doing that. I want to make some money for other people. Sometimes we're going to lose, though, Carmen. You know that. Nothing can always come through. But I've I've been doing okay. The Orlando pick to me. I mean, that was that's, great. A, that's what we call a coast. Are you kidding? You know? That's great. Oh, you're my God. You're gliding in. You're gliding in. You know, and you just, you know, you're sitting back. When you have your hands behind your head, yeah, that's it. You got the game. Easy. If you're down four and you're, and you're getting three hmm. with 25 seconds left or even two minutes left or one minute left, you never you have your hands behind your head. You, you can't ever. watch. <laughs> you got them over your eyes. Right. That's what you got. Yeah, yeah. you got. You, you know, you're looking around the corner, and you know what always happens. I mean, it, I don't know if this happens at your house. You're fighting for your life. 
You got your life on the line. And then the wife asks you, hey, can you do this for me? And there's about a minute. I'm I'll like, be right on. there. Yeah, you or know? she says, hey, we gotta, I got to ask you about this. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let's wait oh my so God. I can give you my undivided attention. This game is coming down the stretch. <laughs> I mean, come on now. I know. I mean, that's just the way that it is. I mean, I'm sorry. That's, but, but for the most part, he's pretty understanding because we've been winning some money. But uh, you know what? It's uh, Every week's a different week. And, and I got to be honest with you. You brought up a great point this morning with the Utah Jazz and Denver. I look at the system. So I look game by game. You've been really good with the trends. I always You do, said yeah. something like Denver had what ten straight overs. Ten, ten, Denver started yeah ten and zero in uh, in the bubble uh, to the oh, over. 10 and 0. yeah ten and zero to the over yeah perfect yes. ten and zero unbelievable yeah so I do look at those historical trends a lot I like yeah. that all right that was when a we good one. when we come back we got more to do here talk some more baseball uh, updated World Series odds. And uh, Mike and I have uh, our best plays in a little bit. And Mikey, don't forget Jim Miller. Jimmy! He's right around the corner with some ponies for the weekend. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple on this Friday night, presented by PropSwap, every Friday, 7 to 8, here on ESPN 1000. And when we're all done, you can get the podcast if you missed anything. Just download the ESPN Chicago app. We'll have the encore replay before the hockey show tomorrow morning and every Saturday morning from 8 until 9. Mike and I have our best plays in a little bit. Uh, In some places, Mike, the White Sox are below 20 to 1. Shorter odds than we've normally seen to win the World Series in this crazy year. They've played well lately. I'm looking at 18 to 1, Cubs down to about 12 to 1. So it's been quite some time. Yeah. You know? Let me give the White Sox credit. I, I got to give them a lot of credit. I know they're not going to continue to play Detroit, but like I said earlier, they're <laughs> winning. The, they're, they're playing the teams and beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Uh, it's good to see some of the pitching straighten out. Anderson is uh, uh, better in the field right now, hitting the baseball. Um, you want to see some guys, Robert, you want to hopefully his injuries. Okay, I've been watching all the games. Yep. Uh, Grandel looks like right now. Uh, like I said at the beginning, a mistake. But You've been on that. Oh, from I, the I, very beginning when I heard it. I couldn't I, believe they picked him up because he's not that good an average hitter, number one. We don't need another hitter, number two. But somebody made a suggestion today, hopefully, that they'll sign McCann and then uh, they'll lose one of the other DHs like Incarnacion. Well, he's and only on a one-year deal, so that's true. He they should w- be they w- on a one-month deal, a one-minute deal. But, but the problem is then you're rolling right into Andrew Vaughn, your top pick from last year as your I DH, know. I would imagine. The, you know, you've got, they've got some redundancy there. I don't mean to, to beat a dead horse unless I'm right. The, the Grandel thing I called way, I, way ahead of what everybody's now starting to realize that it's nothing against him. It was just an unnecessary pickup. You had an all-star catcher. You have Zach Collins speaking of Vaughn. Yeah. You're talking about another young guy you got to get playing time to, ah. and you go and sign this guy for 77 million bucks? I think I think Collins is I don't think Collins is in their long term plans and I think for a it, while they've realized that he's just not a catcher. So I think that so that and you know last year McCann well, I did not tell have, you, I'm not thrilled with Grandel behind No, the it's been a slow start. I mean there's no doubt he's got a bad back slow now. Start. It's been a slow what start. A White Sox. You should paint your face silver and black. It's been you know a I, I listen I I'm admitting it. It's been a I, I there's it's been a slow start. I don't I mean he do I think He should be wearing boxing gloves, not wearing a catcher's mitt. 
back there. I, I still think. See, I, I always liked it because I think Rondell's a really good player, and he's been maybe the best defensive catcher in the league the last couple of years. Well, I shouldn't say that. Rio Muto is the be- Rio Muto is the best. Defensive See, I catcher. hope you're not one, one of, the, of guys, the best. I hope you're not one of the guys I named on Twitter because you weren't today. Because I don't know where you stand on a couple of these, but I've heard like five. I said this today, and I'm always a family favorite when I when I start calling people out. But I don't really call them out. I just know they know that I know. Then what I know is what. They don't know is that basically, if you like Foles, Grandel, and the Cutler deal, all three, you're rolling cold dice. <laughs> well, that's true. You are rolling cold dice. I don't and like that the includes Foles. I don't like Foles, but I think you should start over Mitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but that doesn't oh, yeah, mean I because, like him <laughs> because that 97-yard game and those three interceptions in the last game he did play, yeah. it just threw you over the edge. That listen, he's a must see. Listen, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Cannot be a starting quarterback. You don't. In you the have National you looked Football at his League. stats, Garmin. Yeah, I've, I don't need the stats. I've watched him play. I've watched. The, I've listened to what the coaches Did, said about him. The coach oh, doesn't want him to play. It's obvious. Oh, cut it out. He, you, first of all, eighty-five hundred yards, forty-nine uh, touchdowns, twenty-nine interceptions. Uh, the guy's a sixty uh, percent passer. His quarterback rating's an eighty-five. He's only twenty-five years old, and you're going. To, and he's having a hot camp, like I knew he would. He's he, he, and I think Foles. I don't have a problem with Foles coming in for him. You know what? If Trubisky starts and is crapping the bed, I'm with you, Carm. But I just don't see them changing at this point. And I think maybe COVID and a lot of these other situations we talked about this had something to do with it. The COVID could have thrown a wrinkle on all of it. You I think so. I can't believe that Matt Nagy wants Mitchell Trubisky to be his quarterback anymore. Why? Just, they were they're invested in the guy, both guys. Well, he's Ace he's not Nagy. as invested. He didn't pick him. I mean, he he came he here took because, a job because well, of him. you take a job because there's 32 of them, and yeah. it's the Chicago Bears, and he's a young coach getting Let a first time opportunity. He's not in a position to turn the Bears down. Let me ask you a question because I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote a great movie that we love. I don't even me and you don't even have to tell people what it is. <laughs> You give me the answers. You don't just give me the right answers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bottom line is that Mitch Trubisky, if he has a good year, I think he's got the carrot in front of his nose. I think he's taken this personally. And I really believe Pace and Nagy know for their future he's got to be the guy. Because Foles, somebody brought up Mike Glennon the other day. I go, well, Foles yeah. is a rich guy, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon made some money. Well, he's Only, better than Mike Glennon. Well, he's he's a, he's a giraffe with mobility. Okay, there you he's go. He's six seven. <laughs> at least he's a, at least he's better than Mike Glennon. Oh, of course, anybody's better than Mike Glennon. <laughs> That's but true. then again, I saw Jonathan Quinn. I've seen them all: Moses Marino, Jonathan Quinn. All of them were supposed to be stars. I just don't see it happening. <laughs> a Cutler, Grandell, and Foles. Are you one of those men? I must know. Uh, when when Cutler first got here, did I think that the Cutler deal was good? Yes. Doopy doo doo. I okay, did. Okay, that's one. Grandel. I still like the Grandel deal. I think it'll be uh, fine. Right but I, I I also think that it's and not Foles. crazy. Uh, I don't necessarily like the Foles deal, but I would play Foles over Trubisky. Oh my yes. god! All right, that I would do. Make that number six. Let me get the that that the I would do. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. It's going to be. Don't you think it makes camp? I I, I can't I believe how much debate, I can't you? believe how much you believe in Mitch Trubisky, Mike. He's I can't awful, believe Mike. how much you believe he's, in Nick Foles. But Mike, 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 he's Mitchell Trubisky is awful. 
I mean, there's there's no. Do you he's know awful. how many starters I counted the other day. You think I come on to show willy nilly? I know I'm going to have a problem if I don't do my homework with you. I know what kind of big star you are now. I know it. So I got to go to work on this, right? I'm going to tell you something right now. I've seen him come and I've seen him go. I think Mitch Trubisky is not the only bear that had a down year last year. I counted no, 17 that's true. starters. 17. I, I'll, give, I'll give you I'll give you that. I mean, I I don't think Eddie I, Jackson, I, you want to get rid of Eddie Jackson cuz he had a down year? No, but but uh, Come on, give no. the guy one you guys, it's like he had one bad. But he didn't have a good year two years ago. The coach schemed him to have a good year. Oh, before is that the what league. the coach did? Yes. You're a before, Nagy and, guy. And now, you? and now the entire league is on to Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. And in 2019, they said, we're not fooled. Because I'm glad you brought that up because I was starting to think that you didn't have any blame heaped on Matt Nagy. No, I would put some blame on him. Sure, I would. He's the I guy that called perfect. the place. He's the yeah. guy that – who got rid of Jordan Howard? Who put in that rookie running back? Oh, Jordan Howard. The, the, the Eagles don't want Jordan Howard, Mike. They traded for him, and they tried know, to trade him by the time camp what, was over. He was better than what we had, Carm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm be, I'm trying to say. But we'll see. This makes what's camp – this is what's good about football because – Hey, if Foles ends up being a stud, I'll be the first to admit it. But I just think, yeah. and I know the Mahomes, Watson thing. I didn't even want Trubisky. That's and the I'm killer. fighting for the guy. <laughs> That's the killer. It's Mahomes but I didn't, and Watson. Well, yeah, if those two guys don't pan out, I wanted Watson. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't even interview him. But, I know. but the fact is, that's what hurts Mitch more than anything. If one of those guys was a boss. Oh. You're right. I mean, it, it's, it's killer. That's you're what, right. That's what you're mad about. I know that. That's true. It's like the Tatis Jr. thing. I mean, the, there are certain things that that's I just it. can't get over that people say, oh, get over it. How do you get over it? Wait it's, a minute. Don't start me on Tatis oh, because God. these people are supposed to have a baseball mind. It's His so. pedigree told you, give the guy more than a day. You don't me. trade him for one of the going down the stretch of his career. Warren Spahn was good down the stretch of his career. Shields sucked down the stretch of his career. Didn't Shields? And we had him. Didn't Shields like in the last start in San Diego before the trade give up ten earned runs? I think he did. And then we give up this this stud. It's brutal. And then I'd move Anderson it, to left. It's brutal. I would oh. move Anderson to left. I'd have Tatis at short, and I'd, then Anderson wouldn't have that pressure on him because it's still the field is going to be. His biggest obstacle, although in the short season, so far so good. He's Not been great. Just, yeah. yeah, he's been great. He's been great. Hey, speaking of speaking covering of world... like a blanket, Jim McKay. <laughs> I think I don't Speak, know. Speaking of World Series odds, too, two teams that yeah. Mike and I talked a lot about in. The preseason, and not that they're, uh, you know, it's not Mike, and I'm not tooting our horns because a lot of people are on these teams, but it's just, it's amazing to see how they continue to do it in small markets. Mm -hmm. Uh, But look at Tampa and Oakland, Mike. I mean, uh, Oakland's got the best record in the AL to start the day today. Uh, You know, they're both 8-1. to I mean, I'm not a Billy Bean fan, but let me give them credit, okay, for one thing. How about it? The other night they had two batters in the Oakland lineup that were hitting over 250. Okay. I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's just amazing. Oakland it's amazing. And who's, I mean, they got Oakland some, and Tampa are great stories. You know, I mean, they just are. Like, at they least can, that's what I read. You know, I didn't go check Oakland's lineup to see. You know, 
But I, but they got a bunch of no names again, Connor. Well, I mean, and it, it's like they're no names because they just don't get enough love. Matt Chapman's great. And you're, people are yep. like, who's Matt Chapman? Matt Olson's great. I mean, and Olson's actually gotten off to somewhat I of a slow Matt start. I thought Matt Chapman was the guy with the bra and everything on Twitter, but that's Rex Chapman. That's Rex Chapman, exactly. No, Block you're or right. charge. Oakland is like the White Sox. Nobody knows Tim Anderson hit, uh, was yeah. the batting champ. Yeah. If you asked 15 fans, casual fans. You're right. Back in the day, you would know. I knew. We knew every batting champ. You're right. I don't know if it's because of war and all this crap. If you're the batting champ, that's supposed to be impressive. Nobody in America, okay, half the people of Chicago don't know that Tim Anderson was a batting champ. They probably would have forgot. You're right. Right. When when we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy Jim Miller. He's got, some, he's got some ponies. Yeah, our guy at Hawthorne. And then Mike and I are going to give you our best plays uh, for the night and for the weekend as we're rolling along here. Don't go anywhere. It's the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple on this Friday, entering the home stretch. It's that time of the show. We talk to our good friend from Hawthorne Racecourse. He is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. He is the galloping gent. He's our guy, Jim Miller. He gave out a winner last weekend at Woodbine. We're going to try to do it again. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, guys? We're getting even closer to Kentucky Derby time, so uh, it's an exciting time of year. Did get a nice winner last week, and uh, hopefully we can keep things rolling a little bit this weekend. Couple weeks away from the Derby. Speaking of the Derby, I saw this on, uh, I think I saw this on Hawthorne's. It was either on Twitter or Instagram, Hawthorne Racecourse. Uh, $5,000 to bet on the Kentucky Derby. So now through August 26th, you can pre register for a points bet account for a chance to win that big bet. Is that right, Jim? Yeah, we're tying things up with points bet. They're going to be our sports betting provider here in the state of Illinois, and that's what we're doing. We're offering a $5,000 wager wow. on the Kentucky Derby. So think about that. You could take a horse like Tis the Law, who's probably going to be the favorite, slap 5000 on the nose of that horse, or you can go for someone at a little bit more of a price, and we'll have to see who comes in. But you'll have a full starting gate. But think about that. $5,000, it's risk-free to you. If you're making the wager, it's just a matter of what you want to look at odds-wise. But, yeah, pretty cool setup. Just go to our website at HawthorneRaceCourse.com, and all the details are right there. You know what? I, I said a week ago with you that, uh, you know, or maybe two weeks ago, that I wasn't helped for the Kentucky Derby. But then I started thinking about it. It's the brand, and it's like the Masters. I'm going to be ready for the Masters, even though they're playing it in November. I think the Kentucky Derby may be um, – even more notice, I know they're going to have to battle for the headlines because of other sports going on that don't normally go on, Jim. But right. I think I'm on your way of thinking now that the closer it gets, especially with promotions like this, the better it's going to get. Yeah, and I'll tell you guys, from the wagering aspect, too, when you look at the Kentucky Derby the first Saturday in May and the way the points race is, you go into it with, say, having eight, nine, ten horses that are all coming off of victory going into the Kentucky Derby. But now that the Derby's so much later this year, some of those horses have fallen by the wayside. Some other horses are peaking and kind of coming along and maybe just kind of hitting their stride right now. So those late bloomers may have a little bit more of an advantage. And I think it's going to make it really tough to handicap this year's Derby, only because you may have some of those horses with that outside shot that's a really good horse that may not have been prominent the first Saturday in May, but they could be very prominent the first Saturday in September. Is there a horse already that you can think of that sort of fits that criteria, Jim? 
You know what, just kind of looking through things, I mean, you, you talk about the two girls. I'll be curious to see if either of them go in against the boys. You have Gamine from the barn of Bob Baffer. You have Swiss Skydiver coming in. And these two could be in the Oaks and be duking it out in the Oaks. If either of them were to go in the Derby, they'd probably be the second choice in the Kentucky Derby. So I'm going to be curious to see if one of the girls try to sneak in, maybe duck the other, and, and go into the Kentucky Derby. Did Swiss Skydiver win one of the races at Saratoga last weekend? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was the one who won last week. Really good race, too, really impressively. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'll be curious about because the horse did it so easily yep. that this is a horse that would have no problem making that mile and a quarter in the Derby. That was impressive. Does there have to be some week. meaning to this name? Does there Swiss Skydiver? I don't know if there is such a thing. But I'm sure I mean, there is. Now you're going to make me research it for next no, week, too. I don't know. I just want to know if somebody that owns them is of Swiss descent. Something <laughs> they like the cheese. I have no idea, you know. We're going to find out now. It. I am doing that research for you. We will have an answer next weekend, Mike. All right. You're on it for next week. All right, give us some give us some uh, horses for this weekend, Jimmy. All right, we're going back to Saratoga for one of our races on Saturday. Race nine, the four hundred thousand dollar four star Dave handicap, one mile on the turf, and this is an interesting race because Chad, trainer Chad Brown has four horses in the race, and a couple of them are females, and one of them is the six horse Uni. This is a mare that's facing the boys. She ran third in a Grade One in her last out after seven months off. Now she makes the second start back. I think she's primed for a huge effort, and I think you'll get a decent price. So the sixth horse in the ninth race at Saratoga tomorrow. Then go to Hawthorne tomorrow night. We have some of the top Illinois breds that are racing tomorrow night at Hawthorne. They're getting ready for our night of champions September 19th. So first off, look at race two. Bet the five horse, Mykonos, across the board. This horse raced huge last week against the best in the state in Fox Valley Gemini. So Mykonos should be really tough. And then in race 10, bet the six, lose Abigail to win. This horse is very, very good. Draws well, should be very tough, and it'll be a nice winner to cap off your weekend. All right, three races for Saturday. One at Saratoga, the ninth race tomorrow, horse number six, and then two at Hawthorne. The two, uh, the second race, bet the five horse, and the tenth race, bet the six horse. Sound right? That's right, boys. Let's make some money. Beautiful. Yes, let's get that, uh, get that bankroll up for the Derby. We'll talk to you next week, Jimmy. All right, you got it, guys. Take care. Jimmy! Right, there he is, Jim Miller at Hawthorne. I didn't Jim mean to ask the guy a tough question or anything. No, it's good, anything. though. Right. If if I learned anything from uh, my uh, old partner HT and my friend who Harry Tanowitz who grew up in, in uh-huh. you know around horses, his right. dad owned horses. Uh-huh. Harry said that uh, I believe what they do is they they usually take like a portion of the name from the the the, the, the parents, oh, okay. you know, and and then they kind of fold that in. So like if there's uh, I'm trying to think of a uh, if you ever see there's like a famous uh, one Medallia Dioro and then you might see mm-hmm. offshoots of something Dioro right. that uh, from from the offspring. I think that's kind of what they they try to do. Um, I don't know that for for certain, but I think that's kind of how they do it. They use the lineage and they kind of create clever names off of that. But I don't know. Jimmy will do some research for us, Mike. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about we'll, it. And we'll see what we get yeah, when we come back. Looking for. I'm with you too. I'm looking forward to the Derby. I know it's very different, right. but. Yeah, it's a great race, you know, historically. Hey, what am I it's exciting. Do? I'm sitting in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I sit in the house day by day. What's on TV today? Fred Hubner put out a great tweet because baseball says the ratings are up. Of course they're up. Well, nobody's sure. going to the games. Right. You know, nobody's going to restaurants. Everybody's at home. And if you're a sports fan, you're turning something on, and, and, and yeah. that's it. Hey, I'm going to give everybody one uh, piece of advice that Yurko gave us earlier today. Because, yes. uh, you know, Yur- Yurko follows uh, 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 racing. Uh, I'm not talking about horse racing. talking about uh, cars, stock cars. He really loves Indy a little bit, too. Yurko knows, um, you know, the things about racing here. And he gave out 
a tip on Carmen and Yurko earlier today. I just want to reiterate, it is Indy weekend. Speaking of the schedule being all crazy, the Indianapolis 500 is this weekend. The uh, overwhelming favorite is Scott Dixon at 4-1. to one. Uh, Marco Andretti, uh, I, I don't know, the grandson, I guess, right? Uh, or great-grandson at this point. Who the hell knows? He's 8.5-1. The old man's to one. the greatest car racer who ever lived. There he you go. Won them all. Yurko said there's good value on the winner from 2017. It's okay. Takuma Sato. He is 16 to 1, and he's in what they call that that front nine group, I think Yurko said. So that's Yurko's play for the Indy 500. And listen, if that hits 16 to 1, we'll take that all day, right? Well, I'll tell you, I remember when the Indianapolis 500, when I was a kid, was the biggest thing on earth. Yeah. And then they, they used to have to go to the closed circuit theaters, whether it be Northside or with the Uptown Theater uh, or other theaters where you know the aragon you would go and pay to see and sit down in a movie theater hmm. to watch indianapolis 500 stuff then there was a problem with the uh, with another racing authority i guess with them and things got jumbled up it's never been the same to be honest with you yeah. auto racing they talk about boxing and other sports that have not become as popular as they were the same thing goes for auto racing folks it really does. And that, I'm talking about the, that kind of racing. Yeah, that open wheel. Yeah. Right. All right, Mikey, before we get out of here, let's give some best plays for the night. Well, first of all, we're going to continue our winning ways, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I was looking. I gave out the Cubs. I'm going to stick with the Cubs no matter what and uh, uh, the over in that game. Um, I also gave out uh, something else on your show today. The thing I like, Houston, is playing um, – let me see here. San Diego, if San Diego, I'm right. Yep, yep. And Houston's been rolling. Am I right? Both teams. I mean, the Padres have hit a grand slam in four straight four games. Straight it's game. never been done before in baseball history. But Houston's been good. Uh, San Diego's yeah. been good. Tatis, I know you're upset about oh. that deal. So, <laughs> never mind. Uh, rebuild. Um, I like San Diego in that game. That's the one I'm going to give up. Nice. Right. I like it. Okay. okay. San Diego's the play for tonight. I'm going right. to give the basketball game the one that's coming up here. Mavs catching five in game yeah! three. Look, Chris stops Porzingis because he got ejected, missed most of the second half of game one. They had a five-point lead when he went out of the game. Luka played about nine minutes in the second half in game two because of foul mm-hmm. trouble. Mm-hmm. That series is still tied at one. And now Patrick Beverly's banged up. Give me the Mavs plus the five tonight in that game three against the Clippers. I think they're realizing just how difficult uh, a cover uh, Luka Doncic is, oh, and, and Porzingis has played very well, even though he got tossed in that first game. All right, Mike, you have a great weekend. Love you, man. Love you too, everybody. Bye. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy on, wagering. Folks. Thanks to Tyler Rocky. Thanks to Sean Davis Hi. and Randy Merkin. And uh, we'll talk to you again next Friday night on The Odds Couple. Enjoy the weekend, folks. For Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We'll see you next week.